0: Once again, I was woken up by the sounds of bullets. I headed to the kitchen to carefully cast a glance out of the window, trying to stay as far as possible from it. My parents would warn me from approaching the window when there's a shooting. Which, perspectively I would call myself curious. A young Syrian curious boy. Peeking out of the window, I saw a militia. At that point, I shouldn't have known what a militia is. If my dad hadn't watched the news the whole time, just like many Syrian families did, I would have called them thieves. Thieves with big weapons. On the one side, I could see a poorly equipped group of fighters with turban headwear and white cotton pants worn under a long rope. On the other side, there were Syrian soldiers, well provided with weapons, armors, and ammunition. Both of them, the soldiers and the militia had already crashed at the crossroad. Fronts were formed daily. (laughs) They gave themselves names and introduced their goals in a video uploaded on social media, in which they defined their aims. All of them had one target, to free Syria. In fact, I didn't know what was wrong with Syria. As a kid, I had a decent life. My family had a fancier apartment in the city and a cottage in the country. My father had nice rides, and I used to go to private schools and have private tutors coming to the house in the afternoons. What are you doing there? Come over here! That was my father. Turning around and staring at him, he saw the whole battlefield in my childish eyes. Without having to say anything, I hurried to the corridor and sat there. Time passed and the sun rose. At a single blow, it was quiet. It was school time. School played a significant role among Syrian families, at least among the bourgeoisie. Parents wanted a brighter future for their kids, If they scored well at school, they will be offered programs to study in first world countries. Whenever my parents saw me playing computer games, they would tell me, don't waste your time with such stupid making stuff. If you didn't score enough in high school, you would have to stay in Syria. It sounded as if I would rotten if I stayed there. So I did my best in terms of school. Same procedure every day. Lunch waited for me after a long school day books waited for me after a short lunch break, private teachers in English, French, mass and Arabic would come and go. I had that sort of life that I would like to offer to my kids someday. I wanted to go to school when the riots ended. I didn't want to rack my head with what happened. Such riots and street battles happen on a daily basis in Syria. I just hope that they carried the bodies away. Am I a monster because I didn't care about the dead people at our front door? No, I was holding on tight to my dreams. What do I call people who are still living in Syria? Heroic optimists. They believe in their country and dream of rebuilding every single house that was destroyed. Young and older people swear that they would rebuild the city with their bare hands. As long as it's possible, people are still pursuing their careers. If a doctor's clinic was knocked out, he would move on to the next building and work for the community's common good. How do people get along with shortages in such crises? they get creative we know from history and psychology that creativity and innovation emerge in times of crisis when our lives and our world undergo drastic changes our minds change too often expanding one's creative potential for example because of the lack of electricity production environmentalists please cover your ears people would bring hard batteries they would slit open the wire of routers Connect each wire to the battery's bushings, and voila, you are connected to the outside world. And if you were wondering how they would charge their phones, same way, the car battery was a lifesaver. Another essential aspect of perseverance was solidarity. People who had will, for example, would share it with the whole neighborhood. It didn't bother them to keep their doors open for their neighbors. People have to go hand in hand in such miseries. However, many Syrians left the country. According to Wikipedia, 5.6 million Syrians have fled, seeking asylum in other countries. Are they still heroes? Indeed.